You guys absolutely loved the video I did about my fashion truck and the mobile boutique journey that I went on. So I'm back here to answer your frequently asked questions. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Booster Boutique Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Benson, corporate merchant turned boutique owner turned consultant. I want you to start, grow, and scale your boutique business right here with me. If you're ready to master your mindset, margins, and marketing, you're in the right place. If we haven't met yet, hi, I'm Emily Benson. I'm a consultant for boutique owners, retailers, and wholesalers, and I'm excited that you're here with me because mobile retail was my thing. That is what I became famous for, and that's what led me to write my book, the ultimate boutique handbook. I know it's available on Amazon and hopefully you'll read it. But I talk all about how to start a mobile business in here. And a lot of people miss that. They think, oh, it's just for online or, oh, it's just for brick and mortar because the cover has a store on it. But there's also a truck on the back because it's for mobile retailers too. Today, I'm going to answer the questions that came up on the video uh, that kind of went crazy, has a ton of views, and that you guys are all excited about. So let's get into it. Okay, I'm going to start off with this one because I think that it's a really frequent idea, okay? So this is from Serenity Musings. Hi, my father suggested a mobile boutique. I want to look at opening a brick and mortar. I currently sell online, and I thought a mobile business would be more economical. Okay, so yes and no. <laughs> like the thing about having a brick and mortar is you have automatic traffic if you pick a good location. So all the clients that I've ever had open a brick and mortar business, I'm always like pay for traffic, pay for good location because that's something that you don't automatically get in a mobile business. You have to go out and find it. And that can be so hard. That can be absolutely impossible, honestly, if you're in a location that's really rural or has really specific zones where people go to shop, you want to exist in those places as a mobile shop. So for me, being in Boston, that was super easy. It's a very populated area. I find that when people open uh, mobile boutiques in the middle of nowhere, it's just really hard to find customers. So if you're online now, I think the best way to think about whether or not it's more economical or not is what's the traffic situation like. If the rent is really high where you are, but there's lots of traffic and you can park certain places where you know you'll get people in the door, then go mobile. But if you live in a place that's heavily dependent on brick and mortars and uh, you could find a good location in like a prime spot. Honestly, opening a brick and mortar might be for you. I have videos about that. I'll, I'll post them here. Okay, next is about size. Now, I talked about mine being a 30-foot step van, and that was huge. If I were to redo it, I would absolutely make it smaller. I do have another video I did as a follow-up to starting the mobile business. I think it's all about how to, like, how much does it cost and all that jazz. I'll link that here as well or somewhere up here. But this question was really good, so I want to address it. It's from Mackenzie Breeden 6098 She asked, do you recommend a trailer size? I'm worried if I have a 30-foot truck, events won't want to do, like have me because I'm so big. Also, have you ever done an indoor market? It's hard to find any info about trailer boutiques. Thanks so much for posting. Okay, so trailer, truck, it's all mobile. Okay, that's the idea of it. It's the idea of being mobile is like an elevated version of doing pop-ups. That's how I like to think about it. So it's halfway between doing a pop-up show, like where you go to a market or you go to an indoor market and like set up a booth. And then it's kind of like a brick and mortar too, because obviously it's a more permanent space. It's more 
workable. You can actually go inside a space, have a dressing room, all that jazz, right? So yes, you have to worry about how big this is, especially if you know you're going to do events where the parking lots aren't that huge or like it is a tight spot. I mean, I was in Boston, okay, Massachusetts. Like this city has like tiny twirly roads like made by cows and horses. It was very difficult to drive 30 30 feet. Okay. I got really good at it and it was really fun after a while. But to be honest with you, like I would buy something smaller right off the bat. Trucks and trailers are exactly the same. They're the same concept. They're the same thing. It's just, I call it mobile retail. So I think I use the term fashion truck a lot because that was the name of my business, but this is all just mobile retail. It's all the same and you are going to need some special things. So let's talk about that. That was another question. Amy Quaresma asked, do you have to get special permission to park at places, public and private? Yes. Okay. But also, <laughs> and I, maybe I've talked about this before. I like to fly under the radar and sort of like ask for forgiveness before I ask for permission. And, you know, like, let's put a little asterisk here to just say like, that's not the advice I would always give to everyone because you could get in serious trouble. We saw people in New York that had trucks get fully arrested and like taken away and their trucks get towed. So with a grain of salt, I say, yes, you do need permission sometimes. Okay, so most places when we talk about permission, you're going to need permission from like the state or local authorities with some kind of hawker or peddler's license. That's what it's called here in Massachusetts. But basically it means that you can move around selling things. It's like the same permit that when you have a parade and people are selling like flags and balloons, they get that permit too. I think in Massachusetts it was somewhere around $60 and I just had that on me at all times. I never got asked for it, maybe once or twice, but it wasn't a big deal. If you're at a private event or you're at a private property, you may have to have what's called a COL, a Certificate of Liability Insurance, and that just shows that you carry business insurance on your vehicle and you carry it for the business as well. You need two types of insurance. That's the next question, uh, but you will have to provide that insurance at some point, and you should have it anyway. I crashed a truck. I needed it. It bought me a whole new truck, so like, don't skimp on insurance. Get the best of the best, even if it's a little more expensive. In terms of private property. Like if you're going to someone's house, that to me was like, I never needed anything. I needed their permission. They own the land. Like it's their thing. If I was in more of a public spot, like could I feed a meter? Could I uh, pay for parking in a big lot? Right? Like how could I just pretend I was a car and like make it work? Like pay extra meters, whatever. The thing is, is you're going to want to look for events because like most often you're not just going to pull up on the side of the road, park and have people come in. That's just like not how it works, right? You want to have planned events. You want to be out on the road like Thursday through Sunday, somewhere around that and doing indoor markets, which I think was another question is really important because when you do those indoor markets, you can usually pull your truck right in or do a pop-up and have the truck outside. So no matter what you do, your truck is always your billboard. Your trailer is always that amazing like bing, like you're driving in the road and people are seeing it and it's working and it's great. So just to finalize the like special permission, like yes and no, it just depends on what you're doing. Ask the people that are running the organization, like the parking lot, ask the people that have run the building, like it just totally depends. So just check or do it and then say sorry if you park somewhere wrong. Okay, great question about insurance coming up here from Trill45292. Insurance, what type of insurance do you need driving around and for people stepping on the truck? Two kinds of insurance. And this is, again, I just want to say almost all of these are in my book. Um, there's a whole section about the insurance that you need for mobile retail specifically. So 
The insurance you need two kinds, collision and comprehensive, and then you need business liability insurance. So one is auto insurance. The other is business insurance, okay? For business insurance, you want some kind of policy that covers you up to like $2 million. Like I think that cost me maybe $1,200 a year when, you know, and that covered like general accidents on the truck, in and around the truck, like when it was parked, right? Now, I never covered what was in my truck in terms of merchandise. I never had like more than five grand in there. So I just was like, it's not worth it. It was so expensive to replace it that it just didn't make sense. Maybe in the future, if I had more, I would have done that. But I just never cared to pay for that. So I was protected with that liability insurance for my business for anyone like getting hurt or injured around when it was parked inside and outside. That covered me for events. It covered me for shopping. I never had to use it, so it was fine. I did have to use my auto insurance, though, and that was great. Uh, My auto insurance, I think, was about $2,000 a year, $2,400 a year. It was really similar to a car because the thing about trucks and trailers is they're actually not worth that much. Like The truck that I had was 30 feet, but the market value of it was like five grand. Like it, it wasn't, I bought it for more than that. I bought it for $16,000, 17, 18, something crazy like that. But when I went to the registry to register it, like the value of that model of Stepfam was like $3,700 or $5,000. You know, it's very cheap to register, very cheap for insurance. It doesn't have value the way that vehicles do. I always say for auto insurance in general, just get the best you can, get the most you can. I literally crashed my truck into a telephone pole and they gave me the money to replace it and I bought a new one. So I've had two trucks, which I'll show you in the tour I'm going to do really soon. Look for that video soon. Um, Or if you're watching this and, and it's already done, I do and will have a video where I give you a tour of my truck. I'm really excited about it. Okay. So the next question I have was really good. It was from Whitney Rogers. She uh, says that her dream is to have a mobile soap shop. Not sure if it would classify as a boutique, but I'm currently building my local and social following while I sell at events. I love this. I love the idea of doing pop-ups and then graduating into a truck. I did it backwards. I, I went right for the truck, the biggest truck. That was kind of silly. But it worked and it was fine and thank goodness. But if I were starting it out again, I would definitely test my concept at pop-ups, at markets. It's a much lower investment right out the gate, right? Now, is it a boutique to sell soaps? Kind of. Like, I think boutique specifically means apparel. But I do think that the concept is very boutique and unique and like really fun. So just remember, you can put anything in a truck. I've seen people put shoe stores in trucks, kids stores in trucks, uh, soap shops, flower shops. Like we've seen all over the place, like so many ideas. So don't limit yourself because you found me and I sell clothes in a truck. You could absolutely do whatever you wanted. I mean, honestly, I think if I were to start again, I would do like a little jewelry mail truck, you know, and just drive around and (laughs) just sell jewelry at little markets and things like that. I think that would be so fun. And actually, Megan Fenno, who was a client of mine, she did that. She started a jewelry truck. She bought a big one. But she um, sold, and I think she made her own jewelry too. I could be wrong, but she was somewhere in the Midwest, like Cincinnati, and she has a truck or had a truck where she sells just jewelry. So you can do whatever you want. I, I think the concept is like retail in a mobile spot, right? Retail in a truck, a vehicle, something that moves that's like semi-permanent, right? 97250 Mafia asks, hi, thanks a lot for your video. It's really helpful. Why did you stop? Okay. 
This is a good question. I stopped for a couple reasons. One, I got really sick of driving. I was physically like very sore. I did like 200 and something events a year, sometimes like 245 events a year. And it's not like I'm driving in a car to go stand at a shop. Like that being in a truck is very physical. It's very physical work. Like if you look at the UPS and FedEx drivers and whatever, like they're in shape because they're like walking. My mailman said he walks like 25,000 steps a day and he has a little truck, right? So that's that's a big part of it is like you're driving, you're walking, you're out. You're It's, it's a little bit more aggressive. So one, I just got tired. Two, I opened a brick and mortar and that was my downfall. Honestly, I was not a, I'm not a brick and mortar girly. I mean, maybe in the future I would be, but I really loved having a mobile and I wish I stuck with it. I wish I franchised the idea or like had affiliates or like taught other people how to open their trucks, which I kind of do anyway through my books and courses now. But I wish I had just taken my concept and like expanded it. I may in the future, I still own fashion truck and like all the IP around it. So like I might do it again someday. I think it's a great idea, but I got really tired. I got really depressed. I didn't like having a brick and mortar. I got really burnt out and I just didn't like what I was doing anymore. Honestly, like I had been selling products for 13 years at that point through corporate retail, through my own stores. I was just kind of done. And I think part of that also was like, I didn't know how to scale a business the way I do now, like 10, 12 years later. I think like if someone came to me and they were like, I have a mobile boutique, it's doing really great. Like, what would you do next? I have a ton of ideas, right? I have a ton of like expansion ideas. But at this point in my life, I'm just like not in a point to execute it, right? I just, I have a kid. <laughs> a baby and that's taking a lot of time. So hi, welcome back to my channel. Um, so yeah, that's why I stopped. I got tired. I got, I was sore. I was over it. I was just mentally like beat up. Like being in retail is not easy. And I think if that's one thing amongst all my videos, I hope I like, I help you speed past those harder parts or like hope you are able to like jump over the hurdles that I face like already, like do them with ease and do them in a way that like I've warned you, you know, that's always my goal with my channel and everything I do. So thanks so much for joining me. I hope this really helped and I'm going to do more videos on mobile. So, um, look around this video after something should pop up. Uh, and I'll see you next time. Have you been in business between three and seven years? You're doing between 20 and $40,000 per month, up and down, right? It's not really consistent. You feel like, wow, I'm making a ton of money, but I'm not really making money because I don't pay myself. I'm always freaking out about paying bills and it feels like you're always out of stock in your very best style. Something is wrong. I know I should be doing better. Does this sound like you? Imagine a life where your boutique has consistent, predictable sales and you get to pay yourself enough to fully replace your salary. No more worrying about what can get charged on your credit card, just pure positive cash flow and easy peasy living. Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator isn't just good, it's a game changer. Molly really said it best. Emily helped me organize my wholesale business so I wasn't flying by the seat of my pants every day and wondering why I was so exhausted every day. Molly hit a million dollars in sales in 2023. That's the reality that my program, Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator, is offering to you. Think about it. A future where your boutique is a well-oiled machine. No more sleepless nights over inventory nightmares or financial stress. With Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator, we can grow 
your sales by 20 to 50% in as little as six months. On top of that, you'll finally get to pay yourself what you deserve. Molly, just like you, was drowning in chaos. Now, she's not just organized, she's thriving. As Molly puts it, I'm up 57% in sales, 7% in profit. I took two real vacations this year and I have my launches scheduled a year in advance. These are my results, but I truly don't think it would have happened without Emily and Sky's the Limit. I have to add, Molly only started this program in November of 2022, and this is her growth now, November of 2023. But I don't want to just talk about this. I want to help you act on it. And this is where it gets even better. If you are hearing this right now, enrollment for Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator is open and it's at the lowest price available. Seriously, imagine a boutique where you're not just surviving, you're thriving. Your bank account is healthy and your stress levels are at an all-time low. Don't take my word for it. Hear what a few other people have to say. Rhonda said, I feel more in control of my inventory than ever before thanks to you and Sky's the Limit. Probably the best investment I've ever made in my business. Part of what Rhonda's not telling you is that in under six months, she had reduced her dead inventory by 50%. Ashley also joined us last November of 2022 and was averaging between $20,000 and $24,000 a month, simply selling through her Facebook group. By February, she had jumped to $32,000. By March, was hitting $42,000 a month. That's double what she was doing just a few months before. We didn't do any advertising. She actually launched less days a week. We simply made better buying decisions that fueled her growth. Time sticking. Your dream boutique is just a click away. You can have results just like this too. Head on over to www.boutiquetrainingacademy.com forward slash skies the limit, all one word, and enroll right now. Your 20 to 50% increase in sales in 2024 starts right now.